0: in the Asia, and we are mommy at home, okay, whoop whoop, <laughs> yes, 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 this is the show where we are stay at home moms, and we are getting it, okay, we are holding down these households. We are making sure everything runs smoothly. We are cooking and cleaning. We are holding down these men, honey, these children, okay? We are breaking up fights. We are changing diapers. We are doing it all from home. And we are doing whatever it takes, okay? We have got to do whatever it takes to maintain our peace and sanity while trying to keep the whole entire family happy, including ourselves, okay? So that's what it's all about. I hope everyone is having a good week. Ooh, I cannot even lie. This last week has been struggle city, okay? But we are pushing through, girl, okay? I don't know what's going on with the Mercury Retrograde or, like, (laughs) something is in the air, honey. But it is push-through week, okay? (laughs) But, um... So yeah, (laughs) back to the show, I'm bringing my girl on, Um, it's Mia and Santi, they are sisters. And so, Mia is actually a really, really good friend of mine from back in the day, from back in my ATL shouty days, right, because I'm from Atlanta and uh, I went to Georgia State before I transferred to Howard University. So. I met Mia at Georgia State in Atlanta, honey. We were doing our thing in the little, um, what was it called? We was in, like, the modeling club, the, I don't know. But we were doing, like, fashion shows and, honey, hanging around town, honey, okay? Miss Mia introduced me to, um, the Vendage Chardonnay. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so... You know that was then, and this is now she is a mother wife blogger, and now author, so um it's great that I can have her on as my first guest, and right in time for the holidays, her and her sister they have a blog it's called Leave it to Mama," and they're basically just blogging on their joys and you know adventures of being of motherhood as sisters with mothers of uh daughters so That's really cool and they recently wrote a book and and it's titled Leave it to Mamas Tackling the Holidays and it's basically just a guide to how to keep the peace during the madness of the holidays and you know and so I think it's right on time with the podcast and just doing what it takes to push through. (laughs) So without further ado, let's bring them on. Welcome, welcome, welcome ladies. Hi there! Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. I got some authors on my show. Whoop whoop! (laughs) So we've got Mia and Santi. They are sisters from Vegas, and they have a new book coming out right in time for the holidays. Tackling the holidays, right, ladies?
1: Yes, we're so
0: excited. Thank you for having us on. Yay! So you two started a blog in 2014, right? right okay now tell me what all that was about
1: yes we were actually pregnant at the same time and it was such a fun time and a kind of a scary time but we were able to really laugh with one another and lean on one another and ask questions when it you know throughout those nine months and so when our kids turned from two to three Um, we decided to start blogging because they're pretty funny. So we were able to um, start blogging together, start our social media um, tribe, Leave It to Mama, all at the same time.
0: Okay, yes. And I love Leave It to Mama. I follow you guys on Instagram and you're always posting the cute little pictures of the littles and inspiring quotes and everything like that. So what is, is it just, is it only you all's kids that are featured in the blog? What types of different topics do you have and stuff like that? Yes. We only
2: have our kids' photos. In the blog, we talk about potty training. We talk about traveling and car line tips. We talk about our experiences. Um, I blog my wedding. We have a lot of different things on our blog. There's a little something for everybody.
0: Okay, awesome. So now you guys have this book right in time for the holidays. It's called Leave It to Mamas, Tackling the Holidays, Every Mama's Guide to Keeping the Peace Through the Mess, Meals, and Love. So what was actually the purpose behind this book? Like whose idea was it? Like when you all, when you all were creating it, like how did it all come about? We knew for a long time that we wanted to write a book.
2: And so this is our first venture. Um, hopefully there'll be more books to come. So we decided to collaborate as sisters with our ideas and with the holidays coming up, we decided to do a collaboration of um, our mama hacks, our ways that we bridge the gap to include our grandparents and older generations. We just wanted to compile all of our ideas and thoughts together to be able to help other moms learn what it took us seven years to gather and share it with them in this book.
0: Okay, cool, because I see on the back where you say that, um, I guess your mom, you all's just mom, she adds like a lot of insight and a lot of her um, knowledge and guidance and stuff.
2: Yes, she has helped us quite a bit with writing the book and giving us ideas, and she has been a key part in it as well.
0: Okay, cool. So give us a little sneak peek, like what's everybody's favorite part? Um, you know, what, what are the main points? like tell us what's going on
1: so some of my favorite parts include remembering what it was like when my daughter was questioned about santa and so she's an only child and trying to navigate my childhood of realizing he wasn't real and trying to help her through that um it's been quite a different scenario for her so just trying to, you know, have our feelings about Santa, but have them not say affect other people' house, other people's houses. So I thought that was fun. We're we're trying to make sure Santa is alive in other homes, even if he isn't in our
0: home. So what do you guys, um, what do you tell her that Santa is? Because I know in my house, we tell the kids that Daddy is Santa. <laughs> we just say Daddy Santa. You know what I mean? Like they think that. That's what they believe. So what, what exactly are you like telling your kids?
1: I initially told her that the spirit of Santa was real. However, my husband being the factual guy that he is, told her the 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 story of Saint Nick, Saint Nicholas. And you know, the history behind the actual Santa Claus, which ended with him dying. So what she took from that is Santa is dead. So oh. as a father, <laughs> Six, five and six. You can't tell your friends that Santa is dead because, because that doesn't work. So um, it's been fun, you know. We just we want her to, you know, understand other people's homes, and it's not fair for you to to kill Santa, basically.
0: And so, what about for you, Santi? Was it just as hard? Um, I have a house divided. My daughter very much
2: believes, um, and my son does not. So balancing the two. Um, it's definitely a challenge at times because, uh, my daughter will ask me, well, mommy, do you believe? And I say, do you believe? And she says, yes. And I said, if you believe, then, you know, that's what matters. And my son very much, has always been adamant that he is not real. And my son doesn't believe. So the holidays are always kind of a bit of a challenge over here.
0: So is your son older than your daughter?
2: No, he's two years younger.
0: Oh, wow. So how did he just all of a sudden not believe?
2: Um, he, <laughs> he never did. Like, it just, it's just not something that he really grasped onto. Um, I do have a stepdaughter as well. And she very much believed and my daughter, believed, and my son was always just like, no, I don't believe mommy and daddy got these presents. Like, no. And there's nothing we can do to tell him otherwise. He had his mind made up. Um, But my daughter does spend a lot of her holiday seasons, well, just the day of Christmas um, with her father, because I usually agree to celebrate on a different day, especially because I have a blended family. So if the other kids are in town on a different day, like we're very flexible with our holiday celebrations. Um, So she usually spends the day of, or at least the morning part and the night before with her father. And they very much um, instill Santa, and they write letters, and Santa comes, and, you know, he leaves a mess behind. The reindeers leave leave a mess, and there's footprints, so they've done a really good job, such a good job of keeping the magic of Santa alive for her that she very, very much believes in my son, on the other hand, does not.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So your daughter kind of gets to have, like, two separate Christmases.
2: She does, every year oh that's so sweet yes definitely for her <laughs> okay yeah right and my that's son would gift. my son used to get so upset like it's not fair that all the other kids get two Christmases and I only get one and I say well you get to be with mommy and daddy all the time but that never I would rather have two Christmases somewhere just like "Hey." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, um, I actually got to have a sneak peek at the book and I really love this section on how to include dad because I know sometimes he can often get lost in the sauce you know with just everything else that we have going on with in-laws, traveling, menus you know schedules and everything so um, can you give us some personal examples of you know I guess the struggles that you all had including your husbands, and how you all made that work The most important part of the holidays for including dad is to make sure that
1: I keep communication open with him regarding any gifts or any events or any opportunities we have to really make sure that we're having a memorable time. Also, wanting to schedule time for us so if it's our favorite movie, um, if it's uh, uh, making sure we have our date nights together, we have babysitters lined up. I just want to make sure that, you know, as a wife, it's not just about the toys and presents, but still we're able to enjoy one another during that time. So I always want to make sure I'm including him and just, you know, creating the the values and the family traditions for our home. So the way that I include out in our holiday season
2: is I do all the shopping. And then the night before Christmas, we stay up together and he helps me wrap until he falls asleep. And then he wakes back up. And he helps me wrap some more. Um, But where he comes in and his part is that he's a really good cook. So I put him in the kitchen on Christmas morning and he starts cooking and he'll cook all day. So I don't mind doing the other stuff because I know he's going to come in where I need him and he's going to cook.
0: Oh, that's great. He helps to cook.
2: Oh, he is a really good cook. So I let him cook.
0: Um, that's nice. what about your man? Did you does Daddy get in the kitchen? He does get in the kitchen um
1: very much so. So one year we did fried turkeys, so he would i season the turkey he drops the turkey, and we bring those turkeys with us for dinner so um he's very much so involved um when it comes to the kitchen.
0: okay, and
2: their turkey is
0: amazing. <laughs> It's the highlight <laughs> of the holidays. <laughs> oh, that's so cool! So, do you guys usually spend your Christmases and Thanksgivings together?
1: Yes. Your families? hmm Absolutely. Whenever we can, we try our best to.
0: Okay, sounds good. So, tell us a little bit about um, how you guys handle those in-laws, because I know so many of my ladies they they come to me with questions like, Oh my God, my mother-in-law is this. My father-in-law is that. Like, I don't know what to do. They don't, you know, the whole issue between that line of respect, (laughs) that line of respect is just, it's a real, real thin line. So how do you guys deal with that? Do you get along with your in-laws and vice versa?
1: Absolutely. Um, We actually have a chapter in our book about establishing family values. And what I found is that I married into a large family. But if my husband and I have our values and our traditions solid, we're able to um, interact with both families and really have a good time. Because at the end of the day, I want my daughter to know who her relatives are. I want her to have connections with them. And so my husband and I are able to come together and then really, you know, think about, well, when's the best time to see everyone, you know, when, when is everybody going to be on their best behavior basically? And then we include my daughter in that. And at the end of the day, it's all about creating those memories. So if we need to also create an exit strategy, like, okay, we're going to have to leave out there at a certain time then we can do that. But he and I just have to be on the same page. So, um, I think, and with that respect line, it won't, you know, go the wrong way if he and I are on the same page.
0: Right. So it's you all against everyone else, basically. (laughs) Okay. I mean, y'all sound like y'all got that communication (laughs) thing down to a T, honey. Okay. Because
1: (laughs) just don't ask him. You could ask me, and it's fine. It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, Santi? So this is your you're on your second marriage, right?
1: I
2: am on my second marriage. So with my second marriage, um, I actually don't have in-laws. So it's sad, you know, very sad. Um, definitely for my husband, he gets upset around the holidays because he just doesn't have that, that family factor that everyone else has. But also at the same time, it's just what we decide and what we think. And we don't have anybody else weighing in or anyone else that we have to consider. So, I mean, at times it's, it's, I won't say that it's nice, but I mean, it's, it's basically just him and I running the show, you know, without really any added complications or, but it's also lonely at times, you know, I wish that my kids did have that, that family, but unfortunately they just don't.
0: Yeah. I totally understand. So now what about with your, with you all's mom and her input and um, does she get along with Everybody and stuff like that, or there, there's no. I guess there's no issues there on that end. Our mom is is,
2: a ball. (laughs) She loves. She loves everyone. The holidays are her favorite time of year. She is our little Christmas elf. Yes. Um, She includes people we don't know. People we don't know show up at the door, like my mom is loved by all so i don't think there's anyone that my mom dislikes or anyone that dislikes her because you just can't she's just so she exudes love from her pores
0: oh that's so sweet okay so now i see you guys have a whole entire chapter on how to keep the toddlers away from the christmas tree right because i mean that can just be a hassle in itself like you said you're You guys talked about your traditions where um, decorating the ornaments. Um, How do you keep them safe? This definitely came into factor for
2: me because I had children who are very small. Um, My son and my daughter are only two years apart. And my son walked around nine to ten months. So the Christmas tree, I decided I put it up. And I thought that I could watch them and tell them no, and it just, it wasn't working out. So I got one of those big hexagonal gates and I just put the tree in a gate because it was too hard to keep them contained, but it was much easier to contain the tree. And by containing the tree, they could see it, you know, but they couldn't touch it. I was so worried that someone was going to eat an ornament or drop an ornament and it just took the stress out of it just to isolate the tree instead of trying to isolate them. Oh, that's a great idea.
0: I've never even thought of
2: that. And then that way, Christmas morning, you can, you know, take the gate away and then they can interact and then you can put the gate right back up. Once you're done, let (laughs) it be close to the tree and it lets you live your life because I didn't know if I wanted to take the tree down. I said, I can't go like this. Like, I can't watch them every second. I don't want to go to the ER. And so that's the best I could do was to just the tree in a gate to keep the tree safe
0: wow okay Mia what about you
1: oh let's see (laughs) we only have one (laughs) so it was very easy to keep our eyes on her um we actually had it elevated for one which was easier I got like a big box do like a big present underneath and then I would put it um between couches and so it wasn't easy for her to get to. And now that she's older, um, you know, just don't touch it. Uh, That's kind of, I think that's what's wrong now, is that (laughs) we kind of talked to her like she was an adult. And so uh, that worked for us. So we just elevated the tree, really gave her some guidelines early on, like, you don't want to do this. This isn't for you. And then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Just don't touch it. Yeah,
0: I know that's what I have to do for my littles. It's just... I mean, I just, I just, I find myself just running behind them. Like, (laughs) no, stop, don't touch, please sit. Like it's, it's just a never ending. Like, um, it just seems like I never stop yelling, but I think I definitely want to try that idea with the um, gate because I have, you know, so many, we got a crew over here and And then
2: um well i just didn't want to have to worry about it because my son was so fast and he put everything in his mouth like my daughter was more reserved and never put anything in her mouth and then i had my son and my son if he could pick it up it was going in his mouth so once i had him i realized that our days of just having the tree there and having one child like that was done after he came
0: okay yeah right you gotta learn as we go we're learning as we go every child is different (laughs) yeah so now speaking of the holiday traditions what are some modern day traditions that you all have formed for your families that are kind of you know not too 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 far-fetched
2: for our family we do gingerbread houses every year and the kids love decorating them and it's something that we all do and then afterwards we let them eat them Um, something else that we do is we have a light show here where you can drive through with your car and look at the lights. That's definitely something else that we enjoy doing. And every year we make sure that we have Christmas dinner together as a family, but it's usually not a dinner. We usually do it early in the day.
0: Okay.
1: Um, In our house, we definitely do all kinds of Christmas crafts. We hang the tree um, ornaments and everything together. We also love movie night. So anytime we can say watch, Um, One of my favorites is a a Christmas story um, or a new or old Grinch. We love to do that. And then my daughter is always in our um, church Christmas play. So we try to include all those things just to kind of make it our own. But we love old and new.
0: So kind of, can you give everybody just real quick before we wrap this up? What's the real key to just keeping the peace, keeping the sanity? You know, we've talked about the trees, including dad, the in-laws, just all of that. Like, how are you all able to just stay sane and put on that smile and save face? For me, I've had to let go of my idea of perfectionism. When my kids were younger,
2: I wanted everything to be perfect. I wanted to make sure I got a gift for everyone. I would have endless lists. And I, I realized that I wasn't actually enjoying the holiday I was just getting through it and trying to make sure everyone else was happy. And I wasn't looking at myself or actually sitting and enjoying my children. So as they got older, um, I learned that it's more about being present and enjoying the holiday. And maybe things won't go the way I want them to go, but I need to be more relaxed and learn to go with the flow. So that's definitely something that I've learned to help um, myself keep the peace. And we definitely have a big chapter in our book on self-care and just how important as a mom that it is for you to make sure that you are focusing on yourself. Because I feel like in the holidays, sometimes we can lose ourselves because there's so much going on. And as the mom, you're the chief, like you are the one, you know, guiding the show. So you definitely need to make sure that you also are taking care of yourself.
0: Okay, so tell me a little bit about your chapter on self-care. I mean, what are some key points there? Like, what do you all mention in the book?
2: We definitely talk about, um, definitely that we're by no means trained professionals so we do preface the chapter with that if you do feel like you do need outside help that there's no shame in going to get it i feel like sometimes there's a negative stigma on moms or you know people in general just reaching out and getting that help when you need it but the chapter talks about um really looking at yourself and just making sure that you are taking time for yourself to have a break to really just relax and just make sure that you enjoy yourself.
0: Yeah. Great tips. Great tips. Mia, did you have anything to add to that?
1: No, I think that's important because self-care is something we have to do 365 days a year. And to be honest, we might not do it any other time of year. So if you haven't done anything up until November, now's the time to pump your brakes and just reset yourself in order to get into the new year with grace.
0: Oh, I love that. Mia. Yes, girl. Perfect. Grace girl. Grace. I was just talking about that last week. Yes, you were. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) So ladies, I just, I really, really want to thank you guys for coming. I mean, is there, are there any last little tips and tricks or any type of advice that you would give, You know, maybe a new mom that is doing this. You know, she's recently married, recently had a baby, like anything you want to tell her? I want to tell her to not be afraid to ask
2: for help because I feel like we have on these superhero capes and we think we can do everything and we don't want to be viewed as weak for needing help. But I think as women and as mothers, we need to know that it's perfectly okay to ask for help and to receive the help and to not feel guilty about having the
1: help. So that's definitely something where if I could go back that I would tell myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And I would say for new moms, it, the important part is who, who's in your home and making that memory. So even if it's a, a photo together or journaling to your child, I actually have a journal for my daughter of her moments as she was little. So I would I would write letters to her in a journal, just telling her what the day was like, who was at the Christmas dinner, what happened with her and Sophia, her cousin. Um, But just think about those things, because that's what they're going to remember when they get older or that's what they're going to look back on. So don't put too much pressure on them on, you know, what's happening or not happening. But like she said, remain present and really just enjoy this because years from now, who knows what could be.
0: Yes, ladies. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I'm so glad that you guys came on. I'm so glad that we finally got this done. Um, Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Thank you. You guys are my first guest. Like, we did it, y'all
1: yes thank you for having us and again we really i mean i love what you're doing so far as far as the podcast goes and we know that your listeners are really just you know wanting to hear more about that life at home and they can do it so we appreciate you for being that voice
0: yay that's great and i cannot wait this book you guys are so we're giving away a free copy to one lucky winner right we're doing a giveaway absolutely we sure are Okay, awesome. So, guys, stay tuned. We're going to have all kind of details on our Instagram pages. Please, ladies, let everyone know how they can find you, how they can find your blog. Um, what's the social media accounts? Absolutely. So, we're at
1: Leave It Mama on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And, of course, our website is Mama dot com. Our blog is also there so we can't wait to interact with everyone and we can't wait to give this book away so definitely listen, tag and we look forward to giving it away.
0: Thanks Destiny. Yeah thanks guys. Yeah. Mia, Asante it was wonderful. Thank you ladies so much for your time and I can't wait to bring you back later maybe after the holidays and we'll see how you guys tackle them.
1: Oh that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: great. <laughs> That was me, Neil, and Santi Matthews tackling the holidays. Check out the link in my description box for all of the details. All right, we won't be here next week. Everybody, have a great Thanksgiving. I hope that you enjoy your friends, family, and good food. I know I'm going to have a blast. We will be kicking off, come right back, December 2019. We will be kicking off the Meet My Tribe series. always take what you need leave what you don't and if you had a blast like i did do me a favor and screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories girl i'd love to know when you're listening and what you think you know it really makes my day to read your reviews and hear your comments i just i love that feedback you guys it really keeps me going because it lets me know that you resonate with me And, I mean, I'm just so grateful because that's why I'm here. I'm here for you, you know. We're in this together. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. We're trying to reach this 2.0 status, honey. It's going down.